Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Foundation Friday, August 23rd, 2019. Steve Cypress here, and I just got back from a speaking engagement. Uh, you can probably tell me as I do not normally walk around my house with a dress shirt and a jacket on. Uh, but before I take it off, I figured let's record today's video. And undoubtedly, by the way, uh, in the, uh, uh, the talk slash mini workshop that I just did, of course, as always, I shared many concepts, strategies, tactics, and ideas to help small business owners with their advertising, marketing, and sales, many of which based on teachings of the great Dan Kennedy, who I've been passing down his teachings, using them for myself, my clients, and teaching them to thousands of other business owners for years. And, uh, in case you can't tell, I'm thinking nonstop about Dan Kennedy these days as he is currently um, rooting for him, rooting for a miracle. But according to Dan, he is spending his final days in a hospice as I speak uh, right now. And so it's uh, been a tough week. And I don't imagine it getting uh, better, uh, any better much sooner. However, bittersweet because, of course... Uh, our loss, uh, but it brings back a ton of memories. And here's one that came to me on yesterday's video by a uh, client of mine, Jeremy Jerdog Danley, professional comedian and now marketer, uh, helping, uh, a consultant helping other uh, a bar and venue comedy club owners basically fill their venues even when he's not there. He's been using his own system to fill venues when he shows up because he got sick and tired of showing up and there's almost nobody there or sometimes traveling all the way to a gig and having it canceled because the owner said, gee, couldn't get anybody here even though he spent thousands of dollars on ads and this and that and whatever. And Jeremy said, I'm going to take the bull by the horns. little pun there on the bull. Dan Kennedy known as the no BS guy, and I do have the Dan Kennedy bobblehead somewhere of Dan riding a bull. I meant to pull it out of storage, and, and uh, I will be doing that as soon as I finish this video, I think. And uh, Jeremy took the bull by the horns and said, I'm implementing a marketing system myself because the venues won't do it for me. Reminds me of my Yellow Pages days. Yellow Pages, terrible at advertising, marketing, and communicating with their advertisers. So I put my entire own system together based in large part on the teachings of Dan Kennedy. And I proceeded to basically break every record at the company. Uh, and, uh, and of course, not to mention, it was just a heck of a lot more enjoyable, I know, than just about every other rep there who was always battling people and overcoming objections and fighting and going back and forth with advertisers who want to cancel their ads or downsize or whatever. And, and I went in, as always, with my collaborative, cooperative approach instead of combative and uh, sincerely help people out to 
redo their ads so they were effective and they made money and they wanted to renew their ads. No arm twisting necessary. And then they, uh, when I came back the next year, they were like, holy crap, that thing works so good now, how, where else can I put it? And for years, I would see my ads in other yellow pages and magazines and on billboards and everywhere. They're still using the ads I created from years ago. Every time I go up, uh, back to Chicago, even ads I created, I left the yellow pages about, I don't know, over 10 years ago, almost 12 years ago, and I still see the ads I created back then. So in large part, that's thanks to Dan. But anyway, in yesterday's video, Jeremy came on and said, hey, uh, I was talking about uh, some of the Dan Kennedy books. I'm in front of one of my many shelves just full. Here it is, of some Dan Kennedy books. I bought hundreds and hundreds and gave them away and kept a bunch for myself, of course, at least one at each. And Jeremy said, yeah, that No BS Price book that Dan did with Jason Mars, a great guy, by the way, and brilliant in his own right about pricing strategy. And... Uh, and Jeremy said, yeah, I got that book. You gave it to me for free at a Dan Kennedy event, and then Dan signed it right there at the event. And so we talked about that a little bit on yesterday's video, and then that reminded me, and I said, I'm going to do today's Foundational Friday video based on this foundational tip of how to practically force someone else to fill a room for you to sell your products or services to. That's uh, something like that, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, is the title of a chapter that I have coming up in the next book soon to be published by Bill Glazer, Dan Kennedy's former business partner. Together they, they formed the Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle. And I uh, shared my strategy with Bill and Rob Cuesta, the co-author of putting together the book behind the scenes. And Dan and or Rob, or both, or whoever, they came up with, or he came up with the ch chapter title, and that's what they came up with, a, an outrageous way, because of course it's all about outrageous multi-step marketing campaigns, uh, volume two is outrageous multi-step marketing campaigns, Bill Glazer, this is volume one, I'll be in, you know, I told him how silly it was that when he asked me to be in volume one, I told him, I said, you know, I don't, I don't know that I have any campaigns that are that outrageous. And then, of course, I got the book and went to the event based on the book and saw all kinds of my friends and, uh, and associates and colleagues uh, going up on stage and presenting their stuff. And I was like, holy crap, some of this is not outrageous at all. I mean, because I'm thinking in my own little world. In my little world of top, brilliant direct response marketers, I guess I had a high bar set for myself. I'm like, wow, I got to be outrageous. But in the regular world of mundane, crappy, boring, useless advertising and marketing, just about anything I do is outrageous compared to that. And I didn't realize it when I saw all these campaigns. And, and of course, some were outrageous even to me. Where most were like, well, gee, of course I've used that and I've done that and I got something more outrageous than that and whatever. And Bill was like, hey, maybe I'll do another version. You can be in that one. And sure enough, uh, he sent me the invitation, and I took him up on it. And my chapter will be entitled something like An Outrageous Way to Practically Force Your Competition or Somebody Else to Fill Your Room at Your Event. And that's the strategy I'm going to talk about today. And it's got something to do with that free book that I gave to Jeremy Danley and about uh, 100 other people. So this is how it works. And, that, and, I, and uh, I put the title on this video. Because that is the day, one of the many, 
that uh, Dan Kennedy uh, was come royally, totally pissed off at me while at the same time he was happy on the inside and proud of me because I basically used the strategy I learned from him and I kind of used that, uh, not against him, but I, as you'll hear when I discuss this, uh, he was uh, uh, unwittingly, he was that competition or that person outrageously forced to fill my room and let me sell my services. So that's a strategy I got from Dan. So here's how it worked. And I've done it multiple times. But at this one that Jeremy was talking about yesterday, this was uh, an Infusionsoft, which is a software that Dan helped create and, and help form with uh, Clayt Mask and, and, uh, and Jeff. And, uh, you know, way back in the, in the days Infusionsoft starting, now they're a multi-nine-figure business. Um, but uh, this is a software Dan had a big hand in, uh, automated direct response marketing software, email and, uh, and, and faxing and text messaging and doing all kinds of other stuff. And now, of course, it does a lot more. They've even renamed the company. It's called Keep, if you haven't heard of it, when it was called Infusionsoft. I think the software is still technically called Infusionsoft. Anyway, they did this four-city tour where they put Dan on a private plane because Dan only flies on a private plane. He'll have none of that flying on a bus, uh, which a plane, a commercial plane, is a bus in the sky. Just like you drive around in a private car, Dan only flies around in a private plane. Come on. And so they got the private jet, and they flew him across the country, stopping in four different cities, something like, I don't know, Atlanta, Chicago, Dallas, L.A., something like that. And they did this in 08, uh, in the in the fall, in the summer, I believe, summer, August, maybe of 08, something like that. Just when I was starting, just before I launched my Chicago chapter of uh, Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle, and became a, I was already a a trained and certified Dan Kennedy No BS advisor, and I was scheduled to have my first chapter meeting, which I did in September of 08, and Dan came into town, I think, in August of 08. Then four years later, did it again. And they had a contest for these chapter directors all across the country in 2012. I don't know if they had it in 08, because like I said, I hadn't even held a, a meeting yet. And I won that contest to put the most butts in seats at one of these four stops. Of course, I had an advantage that I was in one of the four cities. A little more difficult to put people, say, you are the chapter director in Idaho, to put people into Los Angeles. That'd be a little tougher. So, of course, I had a huge advantage, but uh, not only that, I, I put so many people in my remember Jeff coming up to me and saying, wow, f thank goodness Dan is so pissed off at us. Speaking of Dan being pissed off, <laughs> Dan is so pissed off at us. Yesterday we were in L.A., and there's like 21 people there. And he walked into the room in Chicago, and he came running up to me and hugged me. He said, holy crap, this room is set for 275 or 325 or something. He was like, wow. Dan is off our backs, Dan is happy. And I had personally put in 180 or 190 of those people into the room. And, uh, but this is the strategy I used. I promised and then delivered that everyone that I told about the event and invited to attend, I would give them, as a bonus for attending, a free copy of a Dan Kennedy book of their choice as long as the choices lasted. You know, I had a couple of hundred books and I set up a table in the back corner 
of the room and just put a whole bunch of books on there and said take whatever you want and only when a certain title was gone I guess they had to settle for a different one and uh, and then Dan who was going to have a book signing Dan would sign your book now that's what I call an irresistible offer you get to meet Dan he'll sign your book I'll even give you the book for him to sign save you the 20 bucks or 25 bucks for buying the book so come on now so that helped put a lot of people in the room and, oh, and I remember, it was not if you just show up to the event, but if you show up and you register to show up and on the honor system, uh, I will uh, invite you to a bonus session. That's the strategy. I'm hosting a bonus session after the event ends across the hall in the same venue. So Dan was, his event was like 8 to 4 or whatever, and then 4 o'clock to 5.30 or whatever was my bonus event held right down the hall. And anyone that says they'll attend the bonus event will get a free Dan Kennedy book. And I said, I'm not going to wait until you come to the bonus event to give you the free book because then Dan can't sign the book. He's doing the book signing at noon or something. So I'm going to trust you on the honor system that you will come to the bonus session and I will give you the book in advance, getting some goodwill there. I mean, if, if a few people, come on now, if people took the free book and didn't show up in my bonus session. First of all, they're lost. They didn't get the bonus session teaching. And second of all, you know, maybe they had somewhere else to go. Maybe they got an emergency call. Maybe they just wanted to rip me off of a book that I paid 6 or 12 or $14 for that they could have paid 20 or 25 I mean, it sucks to be them if that's what they're doing. But it's all good. Who cares? And so I gave out 100-something books. Well, here's what happened. So there I am with the table in the back corner of the room. People are filing in for Dan and they're coming to my table and they're getting the free books and Dan comes up to me <laughs> anyone that really knew Dan you just how can you not love Dan uh, uh, I know you know he's that gruff persona on the outside but that's you know, carefully crafted my good friends and for those that don't know Dan that well and uh and actually, there's something to be said for that as an aside here, by the way, that if Dan was really a gruff, harsh, curmudgeonly gruff guy, then, okay, he's just being himself. No kudos for that. No, no props for that. But for Dan, a teddy bear, nice guy, caring, loving guy, to be at basically all times he's being seen by anybody in public, this gruff, un-Dan Kennedy-like guy, that's masterful. He put out this persona. And uh, he was just great at it. Just amazing. Kind of like a, you know, like a Clark, like a Superman and Clark Kent, I always say. Like Superman was super. He was born Superman. He grew up with superpowers. He was Superman. And then he decided, I'm going to become Clark Kent, this person I am not. I'm going to become a meek, weak, shy no confidence, I can't do anything guy, and I'm going to let people yell at me and berate me or whatever. And like, that's, a, that's amazing. Superman, like, contrived this weak character when, of course, he was Superman, the strongest person ever walked the earth. That's kind of like Dan Kennedy. Okay, teddy bear, loving, caring, helping person, uh, one of the most ever, and yet he crafted this outer persona as this gruff guy. <laughs> Just amazing. But this is one, one of the times of many, of course, with me, that he, he was totally pissed off, but also proud of me at the same time, and I'll tell you why. So there I was in the back corner, and man, the people are flooding in, 
and I am handing out the books left and right. How you doing? Check them off the list. Here you go. Dan comes back and goes, what are you doing? He goes, come here. <laughs> he pulls me out from behind the table. Likely I had my assistant chapter director, probably my beautiful wife, Michelle, you know, helping out and they're still handing out books. And, and I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. Dan pulls me aside. I go, what do you do? I said, well, I explained. I said, I'm, I'm using a strategy you taught me. I offered, how do you think I won the contest here, which I knew I, it was the second day of the four days, but I knew I'm going to win this contest, which was a uh, like three-night stay in any uh, Ritz-Carlton anywhere in the world and uh, airfare voucher from uh, whatever, U.S. Airways, and spending money and whatever was a nice prize, which we still have yet to go on that vacation. I think we still have all these vouchers and whatever, and like for some reason we haven't gone on it yet or, or never will or whatever, but it was just fun winning it anyway. And uh, we ended up you know, winning by putting 190 people in the room and the next person put in like you know, 20 or something. Uh, anyway, and I said, how, how do you, I'm using a strategy you use. I'm making an irresistible offer to get them to show up, not just show up because of Dan, which of course is enough and everyone else is saying that. I'm also giving them a free Dan Kennedy book and they can sign. He goes, yeah. Look, what do you think's going on over here? So he explained to me, he had contracted with a local small bookseller, someone who I love, a small business owner. Uh, of course, unbeknownst to me, because, you know, my brain wasn't thinking that way. Dan's doing a book signing. Dan's going to sell books. Well, is he going to just bring in a bunch of books and sell them himself? I guess that's what I was thinking. That's what most speakers do. They come in with their boxes of books and they stand behind the table and or, or the assistant is right there, sells the books, and you're online, and then the person signs them in, whatever. No, here, he contracted with a local, this was outside, uh, just, it was in, the meeting was in Chicago, he contracted with a, a local Chicago area bookseller, and these two ladies were there, and they had bought, in anticipation, you know, a couple of hundred or so, or more books, Dan Kennedy, no BS books, like all the ones in, you know, in these series that, I, that I'm showing on my shelves here, like they bought, you know, multiple copies of all these and they were selling them for the 20 or 25 bucks. And Dan said, look, I made the deal with these ladies that they can sell the books and then I'll sign them. And here you come and you're giving away 100 bucks and you are making me look like a jerk because these ladies had apparently come to him and said, what the hell's going on? We're trying to sell these books, and this clown over here is giving away a hundred of them. He's taking that's thousands of dollars out of our pocket. But you said, Dan, that we could sell the books here, blah, blah, blah. What's this guy doing? <laughs> Dan was like, what the hell are you doing? And he explained this whole thing to me. And so as he was steaming, I mean, you could have fried an egg on top of his head, although he has hair. You could fry an egg on top of my hair any day especially here in Arizona in August where it's 110 or plus every day, but I digress. Dan was steaming mad. He had these ladies barking at him, and he was like, what the hell? Then, of course, and it, with Dan's mind, Dan is so quick and brilliant. You know, Dan understood, though, especially when I explained to him, he's like, damn, way to go, Steve. You know, he was proud of me. At the same time, he was steamingly pissed off. He was like, damn. Steve is an action taker. Steve studies my stuff and actually does it. You know how many people read Dan Kennedy books, go to Dan Kennedy events, take Dan Kennedy courses, never do any of it? Uh, I know because I ran the largest Dan Kennedy chapter. I taught Dan Kennedy stuff and 
you know, help people enroll in courses and get newsletters and go to events. And I know that 90% or more of them never did anything. Took lots of notes and never implemented any of it. And I was a massive implementer. In fact, uh, Bill Glazer, yeah, once said, when I put in my, uh, my submission for the 2011 GKIC Mark of the Year, uh, I put in all my uh, examples of all the stuff I implemented in the last year. And Bill said, well, I've never seen anybody implement more of our ideas in one year than you. And the one reason I did that, I was like, well, I'm teaching this stuff. And, and I had the, the self, uh, you know, respect to say like, well, if I'm teaching it, I got to do it. I can't be telling everybody this stuff works. Look at the three, four, five different strategies in this month's newsletter and not be doing it myself. I can't tell people this is great stuff and not do it. So I had to do it. So I just implemented like hundreds of strategies in a year. And, uh, and Bill was like, holy crap, you're like the, the king of implementation. He gave me that nickname. So you just implement, you just do everything. So Dan recognized I was just implementing a Dan Kennedy strategy that he taught me. You, he taught me from when he did it at the NSA, at the National Speaker Association, that he was not put on the stage. He was not one of the old timer, good old boys when he was brand new in the thing. And, and since he did everything differently and was the gruff guy, uh, which he crafted that persona in response to every other speaker and probably everyone you'll ever meet being the, except for Larry Wingate, I say, and I'm sure there's a couple others, but, you know, every other speaker is like, hey, how are you doing? Isn't it a great day? All exciting and positive. And Dan was like, how am I going to stick out from this crowd? I got to craft this gruff, grumpy character. And, uh, and that's what he did. But he hijacked some of the NSA events and had his own bonus breakfast event or own event after the meeting or, you know, gave out, uh, you know, invited people to his luncheon at the NSA event, even though they wouldn't endorse him and they wouldn't put him on their stage. He said, I'll just make my own. And that's what I did. So I had my, I rented out my own room and set it all up. And, and actually at lunchtime, I went over to check on the setup of the room and make sure it was all set up perfectly. I mean, I, I'm a big uh, believer, again from Dan, in the choreography of the room and all my events. So I got to make sure it's all set up properly. The aisles are the right width and the table, the selling table is in the right position and the welcoming table is in the right position and the speaker stage is in the right and everything. I got to, it's all, there's a lot to it. By the way, if you want help with any of this, I'm glad to help you out. Go to helpfromsteve.com and I'll help you with any of this stuff. Uh, or all of it. And so uh, I went in to check on the room setup. You know, we finally got a break. It's lunchtime. I go in there. And who was the only person in the room eating his lunch? Dan Kennedy. Well, it wasn't, so it wasn't lunchtime, of course, because lunchtime, we wouldn't have a break. I'd be talking to people. But Dan had spoken in the morning. And then I think Infusionsoft was on or somebody else was giving a little talk. And Dan was in the room eating lunch. Just sitting at a table eating lunch. I walked in and again, Dan was rolling the eyes and shaking his head and you're hijacking my event, dude. You know, he saw my banners all over the place and my everything. He's like, damn. But I knew that part of that was him being proud of me and saying like, yep, it was unspoken. He was like, yep, you did it. You hijacked my event. So what I did, basically, I invited hundreds of people to attend a Dan Kennedy Infusionsoft event, the point of which was for Dan to talk about automated marketing and email marketing, whatever, and then the Infusionsoft people would come up and say, like, now here's what Dan uses, and here's, and here's a special deal to sell Infusionsoft. 
And they were all excited at the end of the day. The infusion cell people, Jeff or whoever, came running up to me and said, wow, congratulations, eight people signed up that you invited for Infusionsoft, you're going to get paid $8,000 or whatever, $4,000, whatever the, you know, the, the affiliate, the commission was for referring somebody to Infusionsoft. I said, holy crap, you're going to make eight grand. And I was, of course, I was gracious and saying, wow, that's great. But I'm thinking to myself like, holy cremoli, do you not know the start of it? Uh, basically, in that bonus session, I went over the stuff they had taught and then I offered to help people implement it and to put to use everything they had learned that day and then some. And I offered several different layers of my coaching program. And I sold well over six figures of my various levels of my coaching program. So do the math. I basically may, maybe gave away 100 books that cost me an average of 10 bucks a piece. So 1000 bucks for the books and another 1000 bucks for the room. And uh, $2,000 into it, and then some time and effort and putting together all the marketing and, and being there and hosting the event, although I'd be there anyway, of course, inviting all those people. And, uh, and then I pulled out well over six figures. So what was it, a 60, 70, 80 to 1 ROI? And that's just in the first year. And my clients usually stay with me a long time, uh, years. So it's probably closer to maybe two fifty dollars or $300,000 I pulled out of that. Uh, all told over the years, and not to mention some people, yeah, that started at one of my lower end coaching programs that day, but then leveled up to a uh, more intense program, a more one on one help from me, of course, at a higher fee. And so, yeah, it was probably close to $300,000 I pulled out for a couple of grand I invested. Plus, I had the infusion soft so happy that I was also making $8,000 from the eight people that signed up to the infusion self. So I was like, wow, that's exciting. And I'm thinking to myself, like, <laughs> out of your mind, I'm gonna go pull out multiple six figures as soon as this thing ends. And that was a strategy I got from Dan Kennedy. So uh, you can read all about it. And I think I sent in the examples of the marketing I did and the emails I wrote and all that kind of stuff. It'll all be a part of Bill Glazer's next book. The I think it's just going to be called outrageous multi-step marketing campaigns that are outrageously successful or whatever, you know, volume two. My chapter will be in there where you can see all the stuff that I submitted that I did. Uh, you can go to helpfromsteve.com and I hope you Im implement it. But uh, yeah, that was one of those times that Dan Kennedy was simultaneously totally pissed off that I hijacked his event and then totally proud that his student implemented his strategy beautifully and hijacked someone else's event. <laughs> it just happened to be his. And uh, that's my dad's story of the day. I didn't think I could get through it without uh, breaking down. Like, boy, if you knew Dan, you're going to miss Dan. If you ever even read a Dan Kennedy book or went to an event or took a course where if you're any small business owner of any kind, uh, you don't even know who he is, you're going to miss Dan Kennedy. The whole world is going to miss Dan Kennedy. I, I'm going to miss him dearly, and I cherish those moments. That was a, that was a great one. Uh, I, I, I think it's, I, I don't have kids of my own, but it's probably like if a kid is playing out in the backyard like 100 yards away and smashes a home run and it goes and breaks a window in the house, and you sit there and the Father has to chew out the kid for breaking the window, but then he's like, damn, kid hit like a 350-foot home run. I'm so proud of him. So that's kind of what that was. Dan was royally steamed.
that I hijacked this event and screwed up his vendor relationship. And and he was like, man, you did it again. You implemented a strategy I taught you. Way to go, Steve. Thank you, Dan. Dr. Will is here. Great seeing you. Dan is, in fact, awesome. And uh, he's in uh, hospice right now. And uh, I, for one, am rooting for a miracle. We'll see what happens. Uh, Patty is here. So there's a whole bunch of people. Say hello to everybody. And I uh, hope you got some value out of this. Again, if you want some some help or some more tips or you just want to talk a little bit about marketing, advertising, sales, Dan Kennedy, Bill Glaze, or anything else, go to helpfromsteve.com. We'll get on the phone and I'll help you out. We'll have some fun. And if you do it right, you'll make a lot of money. And that'll do it for Foundation Friday. Hijacking someone else's event. Learned from Dan Kennedy. And then used it on Dan Kennedy. Oh, I don't get any better than that, folks. That'll do it for Foundation Friday. Thanks, everyone, for being with me today. Last couple of days where I've been sharing stories about Dan Kennedy, I have a feeling I'll be doing it again tomorrow on Social Media Saturday. Oh, in fact, I already know. I just realized. I'm going to talk about Social Media and Dan Kennedy tomorrow. So you don't want to miss that one. Catch you then. Patty says, yeah, I know you were there, Patty. Thank you for being there. Did you get a free book? Did you come to the bonus event? I know there's a big delay here, but now let's see. I'll wait a little bit for a, a response. Hopefully you got a free book. Hopefully you read it. Yeah, and got Dan to autograph the book. Way to go. That's how it worked. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for getting the book. Hope you got value out of the event with Dan and the autographed book. You at least got that value and got some value out of the bonus event. And you got a dead bobblehead. Way to go. I got to find mine. It's in storage somewhere. Doesn't belong there anymore. Got to bring it out and look at it all the time. That was my first introduction, by the way, to Dan Kennedy. I'll tell that story sometime. I was working at a business where the guy was pulling in leads left and right, phone ringing off the hook. And I'm like, he had this Dan Kennedy bobblehead on the desk. I'm like, what's the deal with a grown man in a suit sitting on a bull? Never said, what the heck's that all about? He's like, how do you think the phone's ringing off the hook with all these leads? That's a guy named Dan Kennedy. You ought to get to know him. And I went in one ear and out the next for about five years until I then found Dan Kennedy again and said, oh, this is the guy Joe was talking about. And then I started devouring everything from Dan. Patty says, Dan on a bull on your nightstand. (laughs) Wake up with Dan. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> Don't tell Wayne. Uh, it's Patty's husband. Uh, what does Wayne think that you're waking up looking at Dan Kennedy every day? <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Patty, for that. Thanks, everyone, for being here live, watching on the replay. I will catch you tomorrow on Social Media Saturday. Catch you then over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.